Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Worrying with God. (laughs) This is going to be a great message. I love sharing this truth. And I realize that I've shared this in different messages, but never done a podcast on it. So fired up about it. Thanks you so much. I get so many encouraging comments about these podcasts, and I'm so glad that they bless you. Again, if if these are a strength to you, tell somebody else about them. I try to really speak hope, encouragement, practical things, what the Lord's showing me in my life. And usually what God's doing in us is also what he's doing or needs to do in other people. So let's get into worrying with God. When I was on staff at a church in the 1980s on the north coast of California, a group of witches came and cursed our church, drew a pentagram on it. Our belief system at that time was, this is bad. If we don't do something to cancel out the effect of that curse, bad things will happen or bad things might happen. It's interesting, at the same time, if our pastor would bless us at the end of a meeting or at a different time, that we did not have any expectancy of good things happening as a result of that blessing. Now, in my book, let's just laugh at that. I used the spiritual weapon of laughter to disempower lies that restrict us in our emotions and in our experiences. One of the lies I address in in this devotional is this, and you can laugh with me about this. A curse is more powerful than a blessing. This is indeed laughable. Now concerning this lie, I've got some laughable assumptions to laugh at as well. Darkness is more powerful than light. (laughs) Though Satan is defeated, his curses are victorious. Generational curses are more powerful than generational blessings. If we are cursed, we should worry about bad coming to us. But if we are blessed, we should not expect outrageously good things to come to us. A spoken blessing isn't really powerful. It's just a courtesy gesture when someone sneezes. (laughs) And Christ's work on the cross is easily overturned by a curse. Ha, 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 ha. I, I love going after the belief systems. You know, there's so many belief systems that we have, by the way, that we don't even put language to. And once we actually put language to it, like that last one, Christ's work on the cross is easily overturned by a curse. You know, I wouldn't have said I believe that based on the witch putting a pentagram and cursing. But actually, I kind of did, or I did. Now, I'm not saying we're never going to do anything to protect ourselves in prayer or to renounce things or to rebuke things. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm trying to make a point here that during that season, we had much greater faith in what was in a witch than what was in a pastor. Now that could tie into another lie. Greater is he that's in a witch than he that's in a pastor. (laughs) Now, 
Wendy and I, we invented a game called Let's Just Worry With God Game. And, you know, once I, I've done a lot of things that I've never, ever heard anybody do and creativity. And by the way, the Lord's releasing creativity over you. You are a creative person. You may not be an artist. You may not even be a musician. You you may like me when, when I do drawings. Frankly, they're not very good. But I know I'm a very creative person. And creativity, we have the creator of the universe on the inside of us. Therefore, it would be impossible for us not to be creative. So in an effort to change our belief, we we decided that we were going to worry with God instead of worrying with the devil. Make that our goal. Now, negative worry is imagining our future as if God does not show up. Positive worry is imagining our future as if God fully shows up. Let me say that again. Negative worry is imagining, using our imagination to see the future as if God does not show up. Positive worry is using our imagination to see God fully showing up. Now, regarding negative worry, the University of Cincinnati did a study that said 85% of what we worry about in the negative never happens. And the 15% that does happen, most people find a successful way to navigate through that. So what is this worrying with God? Well, here's what we would do. Okay, it's kind of like a game. We'd be in a meeting and let's say somebody blesses us and I would turn to Wendy or she'd turn to me and we'd say, hey, we just got blessed. I'm worried. If we don't do something to cancel the effects of that blessing, that blessing is going to overtake us and good things are going to overtake us. And I would say, you know, I'm worried, Wendy. I'm worried because of that blessing that we're going to get so healthy and get so much energy that we're going to forget to sleep. <laughs> uh, I'm worried that our faces are going to shine like Moses did in the Old Testament and people are going to demand that we wear a veil. <laughs> Wendy, where are we going to buy a veil? I'm worried we might not be able to find one. I'm worried that we're going to get so much money that's going to start flowing into us that we're going to have to hire one or two people to actually manage all of the money. And who are we going to hire? And Wendy, I'm concerned and worried that because of that blessing that was just released over us, that our emotional love for each other is going to grow so much that we'll be in a meeting like this and we'll, we'll no longer be able to concentrate on the speaker. <laughs> you know, some would say, well, that's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. You need to be more realistic. Now, God hasn't called us to be realistic. He's called us to be supernatural. And God didn't invent the imagination to be the devil's playhouse. The imagination is to be the womb of faith where we actually see. We see those things that have been given us. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. I see in the mind of my imagination. That's where I actually see the good things that are coming. I see the promises of God manifesting in our lives. I remember I was in a church a while back and I was worrying with them. I was preaching this message and just talking to them about different worries. 
that I had. And I, I, I shared this where I said, I'm worried that the manifest glory of God is going to increase so much in this place that it's going to start wafting out of the building at higher levels. And their church was right next to the main street in town, which was actually a, a highway going right through town. And I'm concerned that the glory is going to waft out on the highway and the city is going to notice that people have difficulty driving and that they're going to lower the speed limit and they're actually going to use pilot cars to guide people by your church. And I'm concerned that people will be mad because they have to slow down going. Well, they probably wouldn't be too mad in the glory. It's interesting. The pastor emailed me a few weeks later and said somebody who had never been to church before was driving by their church and started crying, could not understand why they were crying, looked up, saw a church there and started coming to the church. I go, wow, you know, it, it is so powerful to use our sanctified imagination to worry with God instead of worrying with the devil. Again, you might say, wow, I just don't know about this. Yeah, Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. I can think about that. I can think about worrying about driving by hospitals and everybody getting healed and the hospital not wanting me to drive by anymore. I can think about those things, but now I'm able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think. And so I release over you the worrying with God anointing. You know, you look at Philippians 4, 6 through 8, and it kind of gives a pattern for what I'm saying here about ridding ourselves of negative worry and implementing positive worry. It says in verse 6, it says, Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It says, don't worry about anything. Don't, don't give yourself to negative worry, but in everything by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, give it to the Lord. And God's peace, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. And then verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Intentionally fill your mind with certain things. Fill your mind. Don't be passive. Don't be just waiting to see what's going to fill your mind. Fill it. And this is one way. Fill it with good things. And this is one way what we're talking about today, worrying with God, that I believe it's so fun. You know, I'm worried about you who are listening to this podcast that you're going to get so much hope that some people are going to say you're just in denial about what's really going on because of how much hope you have. I'm worried that because you have Jesus in you at such a high level, everywhere you go, revival breaks out and, and you're going to have difficulty even going shopping because people will just, just come to you and say, what must I do to be saved or 
what must I do to be healed? And, and you're just going to, you're just not going to have any time to go shopping. <laughs> oh my, I, I'm worried that some of you are going to release the gift of faith at such a high level that over the division that's in our nations, that I'm worried that you're going to be elevated to a place of prayer, a place of favor that is just going to astound you. And you're just going to say, how did I get here? <laughs> Worry with God. I love it. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And I want to remind you, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries, we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only people without hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful, leadership, influential quality there is. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> Either we're too tired, there's too much bad news on media, we're battling finances. We're, you know, I realize this, there's really never a convenient season to walk in radical joy. There has to be a time in our life where we say, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Going to go up to the headwaters of joy. And I, I bless you in that. Remember too, you can't change your life without changing how you talk. We've got to hear something higher than what we're experiencing. And I'm not waiting for someone else to say it. I'm going to say it over myself. I don't make declarations to convince others. I make them to convince myself. We've got a website, ignitinghope.com. Many declarations are on there. We have a whole bunch of free material. We have online activities and things that you can do that are literally, I believe, going to change your life. God bless. Steve Backlund here. I am looking forward to having you with us on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And again, I bless your worrying with God. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.